Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Well, sir, my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 267. And things starting to draw to a close, eh, Mike? Too right. Dominion, penultimate episode of Stargate SG-1. Blimey. You'd have thunk it. <laughs> Quite right, yep. We've all recovered from last week's, well, not last week's, week's before, little bloodbath. Of course, they threw in a bit of a, a fun episode with Valor to take away the uh, <laughs> tilt going berserk with his katana. Yeah, he did go a bit psycho, didn't he? This is what happens when you threaten the people he cares about. He comes over all Klingon. Well, with all due respect to the Klingon Empire, and, you know, the battle earth is all very well a melee weapon, but it's not exactly modern combat. But can't you just picture a horde of Klingons descending on the not-at-all-Russians where mercenaries honest governor? Yeah, and they open up with assault rifles and kill them all. Well, that's possible. Bayonets are great if that's all you've got left. But if you've got a bayonet on the end of a rifle, you shoot people first before you use the bayonet. I have to say I'm much more impressed with James Master's reading of Grave Peril than the first two books. Yeah. It includes an audio introduction by Jim Butcher, which I wasn't expecting. And as I think I said to you, I'm recording with Chris tomorrow. I've taken my research bunny lead from your good self. So I look for other series with the same names. And I looked up the main stars and the guest stars and what else they've done and the writer and the director. Yeah. As it happens, the director's Michael Shanks. He hasn't done much directing. He's just done this and one episode of SU-1. Not for everybody. Amanda seems to have settled into it well. Yep, Amanda is doing quite well, directorial-wise. She only directed the single episode of Stargate SG-1, but she directed three episodes of Sanctuary, three episodes of Primeval New World, three of Arctic Air and Continuum. Strange Empire, she's got one episode of Dark Matter in its first season, and she's down to direct two episodes of Olympus, which is currently airing. I did start gaming again yesterday briefly, and I realised why I stopped playing Portal 2. It started to get a wee bit frustrating. Yeah, it is a convoluted, mind-warping game. Well, I finally managed to watch Interstellar last night. Didn't you plan to watch that just after we last recorded? Yeah, but unfortunately it's nearly three hours long, and you really... You want to watch it in one go, so you've got to be careful how you uh, allocate the evening. And this was the first evening when I, I knew I had three hours spare. Last movie I watched was Maleficent. Maleficent? Maleficent? Yeah. Oddly photorealistic TGI. Oh, and I'm fully up to date on Once Upon a Time. Which Maleficent do you prefer? Angelina or... I only know her dribble character name. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on me. Kristen Bauer. So, Angelina Jolie or Christine Bauer? Christine Bauer, Angelina Jolie in the movie seems a bit too soft and fluffy. Yeah, for the last 20 years, as far as you know, well, she was dead for half of it. Yeah. More than 20 years. Yeah, let's not argue sodding years, come on. Fair enough. <laughs> and I've got most of that because there may be people who haven't seen it. <laughs> so, no Brad tonight. So was this a sudden thing or were it the fact that 10 o'clock were a bit late for me to start? No, he uh, messaged me. His internet's down, so he can't make it. Ah, that is unfortunate. 
We seem to be having rather bad fortune with guests towards the latter parts of SG-1. And who have we got coming in for the last episode? Thomas. Ah. Yes, Brad should have been joining us for this episode. Dominion was one he picked. Unfortunately, he had a few technical difficulties with his internet connection. And unfortunately, he can't be joining us. So we will, as per usual, be watching the Region 2 DVD version of this episode. The runtime is 41 minutes, 48 seconds. Black screen, 0, 0, 0, 0. Quite many zeros. Yep, of course. Uh, I also have this season on Hasty. Look absolutely fantastic. Really? Oh, yeah, they were available on... I'm not saying I bought them, but I think they were sourced from iTunes. I see. The following presentation is brought to you through the power of science. Ooh, shiny. I'm science fiction writer Scott Pearson. I'm his daughter, Ella. And we are two, two generations, generations of geek. Anything can happen in the next half hour. If you like geeky things, and we know you do, check out our podcast, Generations Geek, a family-friendly celebration of the nerdiverse, brought to you by the Chronic Rift Network, which broadcasts from a treehouse in Loch Lorien. We talk amongst ourselves about geeky things, like our favorite movies, from black-and-white classics of stop-motion animation to the latest in 3D CGI. Plus, we have amazing guests, from New York Times best-selling authors to astronauts. No, really astronauts drop by generationsgeek.com for links to all our episodes and remember no geeks are harmed in the making of our podcast right if you're ready to go i am okay a three a doe a hen flicky previously on stargate sg1 we crash that's a way to start an episode it cost him quite a lot of money to wreck that car so let's use it again mm-hmm Long ago. I take it the anti-prior device is working? Well, he didn't stop us from zatting him. Oh, yes, the anti-prior device. Yeah, so, given us a bit of background and address, pretty good idea you're going to see her again. We gotta go! Find out exactly what happened to her when she went through the super gate, as we're seeing right this moment. Yeah, a lot of ships came back. Here we are, the tavern set. We won't be seeing this much more. Will Wearing directed this episode, so look out for the pineapple. You will see it on the tavern server's tray. You have nothing. Hmm. There it is. Well, if they weren't sitting down, this would be a bit of a standoff. Oh, dear. I'll tell you what. I'll bet you everything I have on this table against that cargo ship of yours outside. Now, Valor is playing against Stephen Cree Mollison. They said he came in a hell of a lot of times to audition for the show, and this was the, the one role which really suited his character down to the ground. I see. Of course, at this point, we're thinking, hang on a minute. Has Valor finally nicked everything in the FGC locker and done a runner? You've got your wager, as foolish as it may be. Something's happened. It doesn't quite fit in with the story as we know it. Oh. Oh, you've got three of them and two of them. Okay. Is that good or bad? I have no idea. I have no idea either. Obviously, they're not used to being hustled around these parts. Valor has three red things. And... Another red thing. Four red things. It's basically poker, isn't it, with triangular tiles. Yeah, sort of BSG-like. How very clichéd. I thought this was an honest establishment. It is. That's why it's necessary to have you searched. Yes. Hands up. Volunteers, anybody? Whoa, steady, lads. 
Oh, dear. <laughs> ah, it's a lot of guns. <laughs> I don't suppose we could call this even. Oh, oh this is an entrance. <laughs> May I say, wow. Hi, Mommy. Andrea. Hello, Mother. It's good to see you. It's been far too long. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> it has. It's been at least two episodes. It's terrible. More Marina. Okay, then. Dominion, Season 10, Episode 19 of Stargate SG-1. Gatecast, Episode 267. This episode was directed by William Wearing, from a story by Alex Levine and Alan McCullough. The episode was written by Alan McCullough. And its UK premiere, world premiere in the UK, March the 6th, 2007. Belgium got it June the 9th, Canada June the 14th, America June the 15th, the Germans got it September the 26th, Sweden November the 27th, and Japan February the 24th, 2009. Quite a few shows with episodes of the same name, Smallville, Mariah, Bored to Death, Captain Scarlet, The Roman Invasion of Britain, and Bored with Life. We've also got a couple of alternate names. In France, it was The Evil Symbiosis, and in Germany, Bowles Last Stand. I'm going to have difficulty getting that in during the Saving Hope credit sequence because it's only five seconds off. <laughs> I did not expect to see you again. I had to return, Mother. My work here is unfinished. Who is this? Does it matter, lad? Just sit back and enjoy the show. Because yeah. you don't see women like that in your village. Get out, all of you. Sorry, that's familiar. They actually cut a little bit of the scene out because the poker player kind of grabbed that cloaking device off the table as he ran away. I don't suppose you're going to let me just walk out of here? I'm afraid not. Oh. The black leather kind of runs in the family, doesn't it? Ball's in this. Ball is in this. Have patience, young man. I've been personally supervising the construction of dozens of ships. Now that our intergalactic gate is operational again, there's nothing to stop them from coming here. We should have the entire galaxy converted in a matter of months. It's a big galaxy. And it is a big galaxy. Come on, a couple of months, that's a bit optimistic. You know, she says converted, I think enslaved. Friends come and go. Have they abandoned you? Rather not talk about it. Yes, you could just read her mind, you know. Yes, you will talk about it. <laughs> She's going to insist on it. You do realise in a traditional mother-daughter relationship I'm supposed to be the bossy one. <laughs> As per usual, all these costumes are handmade. Costume designer Val wanted to do something special for Adria, as this is going to be her last episode of the series. Daniel's starting to look a bit grey. I've got it. I figured it out. Got what? The answer you were looking for to the the, the clavathosaurus-y thingamajigamy. The clavathosaurus infinitus? Right, that's the one. Well, he has worked with Valor for a year. <laughs> and we're getting a lot of work out of this MacGuffin, you could call it. Pollomint. It's basically a stone pollomint. Now, supposedly it holds the clues to the whereabouts of a vast storehouse of ancient weapon yes, technology. Daniel, this is very interesting. Get to the good part. Which to Valor means her part. The good part. I figured it out. I know where the treasure is. You saw the Clavathosaura Infinitus. Yes, I most certainly did. What? <laughs> Don't give her the pointer and the remote control. God help us. Before I went to sleep, and after a rather, well, nasty dream in which I appeared on a television program where it seemed you had to dance with supposedly well-known personalities in front of a panel of judges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the horror, the horror. The symbol for infinity. Yes, infinite treasure, infinity. Yeah, but we've had 
dreams before that haven't worked out very well. Intersects with six symbols, which when combined correspond with... Ding, 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 ding. A gator dress. Ooh. It always does. It's uncanny. It could have been a doodle. Come on. No one knows the exact origin of the symbol itself. It's been found on Tibetan rock carvings dating back over a thousand years, as well as a host of other places. For all we know, it could well have originated with the ancients. Oh, of course. The commentary for this episode was Will Waring and Alan McCullough. Will said when he was shooting this, he actually turned the 4B3 safe lines on the camera off, shooting it as 16B9, as they do in Atlantis. He was expecting to be told off at any time, and nobody ever mentioned it. Hmm. Did Adria not send you information in dream form to lure us to the planet where the Sangral was mm, hidden? Yes, but no, this is different. I came up with this on my own. <laughs> well, the question is, how can you be sure you came up with the idea all by yourself? There you go. Do we have any idea what this ancient storehouse actually contains? Stuff. Yeah, stuff. Good stuff. We want stuff. Ancient good stuff. Weapony stuff. What can it hurt to send a team? Let's just go on an adventure. I didn't send you that information. That's what I tried to tell them. But they didn't believe me, especially when the reconnaissance team returned. It didn't go well then. SG-3 and 8, they're coming in hot. Open the iris. No, didn't they send them out? This is the problem, you see. If SG-1 had gone, there wouldn't have been much trouble, but they sent another team. That's never a good idea. Two teams. Yeah, two teams. And once again, when they're under fire, you want to be able to jump, you know, right to the side of the gate, not run down the ramp while you're still in the line of fire. Just a bad design. What happened? It was an ambush, sir. Four I soldiers made our position as soon as we stepped through the gate. I lost two men, a couple more injured. I've lost men. Yeah, quite a few, actually. You tell that to the men who died. Colonel! Colonel Reynolds, Eric Brecker, yes, one of his 16 appearances on SG-1. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, steady lad. They've had bad intel before. I was so certain that I was right, I couldn't leave well enough alone. And the very next night, I had the same dream again. See, this is serious, Valor, because the pigtails are gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that again, it intersects with six symbols. And that again, the six symbols only match one address in our database. You could literally... How many... My guess probably could only show eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight addresses anyway. Well, it depends. You might as well try them all. Well, if you rotate the infinity symbol around... Depends on which you rotate it by. Well, there's only so many... It's got to intersect so many gate addresses. And you look on the diagram, there aren't that many. You didn't, did you? Oh, she looks like a puppy that's being kicked. She's using you, Valor. No, I would know. Well, you didn't know before. Did you? Ouch. But he's right. She didn't know before. Got to be careful. Oh, even Daniel. Not you, Daniel. <laughs> he gets up and walks out. Didn't even bother putting the lights back on. That's not very nice at all, is it? Things just got worse from there. The Air Force officer who we just saw, she won a competition at Comic-Con for a part on the show. Spent the day with him. They finally got her on camera. It's not looking good. Most of the IOA delegates think you've been compromised. But I didn't do anything wrong. I was trying to help. It doesn't matter what your intentions were. If Adria can manipulate you like this anytime she wants to, then you become a security risk. Uh-oh. They're talking about removing you from the team. Uh-huh. What? They're also not comfortable with the idea of letting you go, given everything you've learned about Earth's defenses. 
Seriously, Valor can't know that much about Earth defences. Mm. Who doesn't know about Earth's defences? They've had Jafar on the planet for years that they've never known anything about. They've had balls all over the planet. Yes. The trust have infiltrated every level of US military. There are probably no secrets. You don't believe me either. You can't lie to me, Mother. I can read the truth in your mind. I'm just surprised. <laughs> you can't trust humans. I keep telling you. How did you convince them to let you go? I didn't. That's the funny thing. Convince? <laughs> she did a runner. I guess they thought a locked door could hold me. Well, that was foolish of them. Or they never imagined I'd make it off the base. Again, they cut another scene out of here. When she vanishes, those doors close by themselves. <laughs> they cut it mm. out. Aww. They should have left it in. At least been uh, raised a smile. I'm assuming she's invisible. Yeah, hence the slightly different look to the scene. Oh, didn't they know it's that? Well, you wouldn't be looking, would you, really? What do you plan to do now? Well, I had just won myself a cargo ship when you dropped by and broke up the game, so... <laughs> Is that really what you want? I'm sure Adria can give her a lift somewhere. That life no longer suits you, Mother. You belong with me. Return with me to my ship and take up your rightful place as Mother of the Orisai. Adria, stop it. Uh-oh. I am not your mother. I may have given birth to you, but we are not family. You could say that in a more polite manner. I wouldn't want to annoy you. There's lots of things. You just need time to think about it. We'll talk further on our way. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> Anywhere from here. Come on, Valor. Seriously. I think Colonel Carter was right. This might be knowledge from your time as a gold being dredged up through your subconscious. I like the switch in, in intensity when, uh, when Adria means business. Doesn't this feel an awful lot like the last episode we recorded? Uh, submersion? Yeah. What, where they were under the water? No, where they tricked the wraith with false memories. Don't play games with me, Mother. If I have to force this information out of you, it will be quite unpleasant. Not for me, though. Only for you. They were worried about an ambush. So they're taking a ship. We can beat them if we travel by Stargate. Woohoo! Road trip. Let's go. Now. Well, you've got to admit the mother-daughter dynamic is something to behold, isn't it? That's a good dress, that is. Howdy. <laughs> Smug mode, maximum. Unexpected. You didn't really think we'd invite you to a party and not disable your funky powers, did you? I have no idea what's going on. Don't worry, Val, it's all part of the plan. Don't you ever speak to me ever again. Oh! Lower your weapons. Buddy, I think you've got the wrong plan. Lower your weapons or we will all perish. My master, Lord Baal, has targeted this location from orbit. Andy will sacrifice also. Don't worry about that. Now, this is a problem. Once upon a time, the Jafar didn't have access to uh, Asgard beaming technology. It made life so much easier. Ah, well. The Jafar is Paul Lazenby. We last saw him in the Stargate Atlantis episode Coming Ground, where he played a Jedi soldier. He's also a, a stuntman as well. That's really not a good idea. Yeah, so much for that plan. Okay, that wasn't part of the plan. Nope. Here he is. Welcome. Because this sort of thing always ends well. Don't waste your time. I've learned a thing or two from Atari friends. This room is being flooded with the same kind of EM field they generate with that clever little device of theirs, the one that prevents you from using your mind powers. 
You should know that won't hold me forever. <laughs> of course not. Oopsie. It'll hold you long enough for what Bao's got in mind. That won't be a problem after I'm done with you. And by the way, have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. I'm sure even Bao's got better taste in literature than that. <laughs> well, he does like to go in for that, trap the prisoner up against the bench and do things to him. A fancy of decent S&M literature. The bigger question is, what does Bob want with Adria? Perhaps he intends to negotiate for shared control of the galaxy. She doesn't strike me as the sharing type. Either way, we do not want those two hanging out together. Exactly. We have to get her back. We're on it, sir. What? <laughs> We're going to rescue Adria. You're asking how Valor is? Pissed. Exactly. Somebody going to fill her in? Absolutely. Just not us. Normally, there'd be volunteers to fill Valor in, but not this time. <laughs> Nobody's getting near her. This isn't right, you know. I escaped fair and square. Bring me back here is tantamount to kidnapping. That is an interesting perspective. I don't think it's going to wash, but it's interesting. I possibly be upset. Maybe because I was betrayed and abandoned by the only people in the entire galaxy I thought were my friends. Yeah. Again, this is a bit like Total Recall as well. The undercover operative who didn't know they were undercover operative. Have you had the misfortune to see the new one? Yes, I have. With the subway tunnel that goes through the centre of the planet. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Just wondering, <laughs> is it as terrible as I've heard? It is, yeah. And implant it in your mind. We knew you'd have trouble understanding all of this, so we took the liberty of making a recording before you underwent the procedure. This is a great scene. Claudia watching herself on a monitor, responding to herself. What? You remember the memory device? Where Cameron had false memories implanted in him? Vaguely. Oh, there you go, then. That's what they did to Valor. Thanks. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> if you're watching this, you're obviously back at Stargate Commander, and you are probably thinking that everyone around you has gone completely... Wonka. <laughs> I love that little wave of her hand. Yeah. So childlike at times. Bella! Sorry. <laughs> um, seriously. <laughs> Poor put-upon Daniel. <laughs> my idea. Brilliant, I know. And incredibly brave... The only way for the plan to work. So, if you are watching this, you have obviously made it back, and let me be the first to say, well done, and enjoy the substantial pay rise that's been promised to you if the mission succeeds. Okay, that's enough. Thanks. Pay rise. We heard that Adria had returned through the super gate. Come on, there must be more. Now, if the Ori are dead, we thought we might be able to convince her to leave quietly with her army. We knew that she'd be able to tell if you were lying to her. So, as far as you were concerned, it wasn't a lie. What? Who the hell thought that? I escaped using a Sodan cloak. No. You allowed me to be exposed to radiation so that you could carry out your plan. Uh, your plan, and no, that was also part of the false memory. We escorted you to the planet where Adria found you, and we dropped you off. <laughs> Quite literally, from orbit. <laughs> we gave you a parachute. So? Think about it, Valor. No IOA? No Reynolds man? No television program about dancing with supposed celebrities? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> bring you that up. I think they were fortunate that the sci-fi channel didn't replace SG-1 with a celebrity-based show. They've got something uh, in for that sort of programming. No, just resting. I'm sensing Bao wants to implant her. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? <laughs> they said both Cliff and Moraine had a great time. <laughs> Shooting these scenes. Comfy? We made a terrible mistake. 
Release me now and I will be merciful. You're so much more pleasant when you lack the ability to snap my neck with your thoughts. You're a fool. <laughs> yes, good chemistry between them. When my army catches up. Don't waste your breath. Your army has no idea where you are and it'll be days before they even begin to question your disappearance. Even then, all their queries will lead them to the Tauri. Uh-oh. Oh, goody. Yeah, this won't end well. Why kill off the head of the snake when you can influence them? As a matter of fact, my whole plan hinges on your being very much alive. So you can ransom me for your freedom? Far from it. You can offer me something far more valuable. Control of your army. <laughs> They'll never listen to you. No, but they do listen to you. There's nothing you can do to make me bend my army to your will. Hmm. Yes, there is. <laughs> hey, eyes up front, mate. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Oh, there's a bit of flanging. We haven't seen that in a while. Yep. Old school eye flashing. Oh, Agent Barrett. Agent Barrett has some information regarding Ball's whereabouts. I got a call from one of my agents. Undercover inside Ball's operations here on Earth. Agent Barrett <laughs> looked constipated. Well, last time he was there, he kind of betrayed everybody, didn't he? It's amazing he still got his job. Not a lot of notice. I just got the intel an hour ago. How reliable is it? My guy's embedded at the top. He wouldn't break cover unless he was sure. Well, we've been here before. We have a pretty good idea of the layout. Take a marine unit. <laughs> Let's go now. We've got an hour ago. Why didn't you make a phone call? Yes. It's like in a cop show, you know, where they go to arrest people themselves instead of you just getting in touch with a local patrol cop to do the job. Local patrol cars aren't photogenic enough. Graham, I can understand. Now, this was filmed in Central Park, wherever that is in Vancouver. They had to build this little hilltop. Green's department brought in all the trees and the rocks. Oh, dear. Train shot to get the village. It looks like the meeting didn't go well. That's an awful lot of people lying on the ground with no visible wounds. Nope, but we've seen this before. Did everyone get zatted? No, if you recall the symbiote poisoning. Looks like somebody got here before us. No wounds, no sign of combat. Symbiote poison? I believe so. Why would the balls kill their own Jafar? I don't think that Jafar were the intended target. Ah, there we go. <laughs> no. This was a meeting of the clones. I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> Come on, guys. You're milking this a bit. Show us the money shot. Oh, I do like the one in the white uniform. Fancy. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's still an impressive looking chip. It is, isn't it? It looks like the, that looks like a new model, actually, a new CGI model. I lost the guest of honor. Another ball. This has improved quite dramatically since the early years, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, she's not happy about it. Really didn't occur to her. You two are about to begin very acquainted. I'm surprised. I wouldn't have thought she'd been shocked or shown, you know, agitation about it. If she was human, yes. So shame, it's shame that shot is a little wider so we could see her... Heaving. Yes. <laughs> heaving is the word that occurred to me. You have a dress like that. You can't help but heave. Indeed. Stand back, I'm warning you! Just take it easy. We're not going to hurt you. Oh. Much. <laughs> oh, I like this guy. He's, he's taking his uh, duty seriously. <laughs> Give a big cheer for the uh, the women of DSGC. 
Ben Browder also grabbed the uh, G35 assault rifle for this scene, a favourite of all the actors. Ah, Tritonin. There we go, that's why he survived. We've got a lead. Once he woke up, our Jaffa friend was surprisingly forthcoming. You think? Yeah, your system lord killed all your mates. Apparently it assembled them for what they thought was a meeting on the Adria situation. Instead, he beamed in canisters of symbiote poison. Quite the door prize. Yeah, whatever Ball's up to, he doesn't want any witnesses. Lucky for us, he didn't realize one of his Jaffa uses tritonin. <laughs> Again, Asgard beaming technology, you know, tipping the balance. You would have thought that Bal would have purged everybody if they were using tritonin. Well, he is a ghoul, he's arrogant, you know. Yeah, but they were a threat, weren't they? Obviously, they're a weakness. Jafar are beneath his notice. Ah, Colonel Davidson again, in command of the Odyssey. Assuming for a moment this Jafar's telling the truth, then we actually find Bal's ship. How do you propose we capture Adria? Fulvio Ciceri, Canadian actor. Recently seen him in The Flash, also The 100 and Continuum. It shouldn't be that difficult. We're assuming Ball has some sort of technology similar to our own anti-prior device. Otherwise, she would have used her powers the instant he beamed her on board. If we scan for those specific EM frequencies, we should be able to pinpoint her location with a fair degree of accuracy. Yes, and his ship won't detect the fact that it's being scanned. And you can scan through the shields, which prevent energy weapons but allow the energy to scan through. Really? Sorry, should I be poking someone help you holes? That's all right, you haven't seen the cloaking uh, system they've got on board the Odyssey yet. Just when they need it. Convenient cloakiness. Well, you think about it, they've always been able to cloak a shuttle, yet it's a rare commodity on a bigger ship. Do you know why we're bringing Adria back, right? Sure. Yeah, let's be honest, push comes to shove. Really? Clear off. And if she resists, we will take action. Surely not. By killing her. You're okay with that? Of course. I think she's been through enough to know that the prospect of a close relationship just isn't going to happen. No. I don't think Cameron knows really what to think. Although by now you should know Valor. Wow. I take it we are cloaked? Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Oh, don't want to bang into it by accident, do we? You're basically relying on them not moving at all. <laughs> No unexpected manoeuvres. Now you'd think, as you said, if they could detect this by passive scanning, mm. that's reasonable, but as soon as they went active scanning... And they can beam through the shields and... Uh. Maybe they haven't got the shields up. Like Atlantis, they can have the cloak or the shields. No, I mean the bloody ghoul ship shields. Well, it wouldn't be up. They're not under threat. So why use energy to power the shields? Uh. You almost feel sorry for those gods. They don't know what's going to hit him. It always strikes me as odd seeing Daniel with a gun. Don't worry, this will all be over soon. Oh, ball! He got oh dear! <laughs> oh, lots of blood. <laughs> be careful, yeah. Be careful with that, Daniel. <laughs> This is a very competent rescue. Why aren't they just beamed out again? It's just quite vicious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that scene with the two Jafar running towards Sam, that was lifted from a season two episode. They were running very short on time to film this episode, so they had to actually lose quite a few scenes. I guess they can't hyperspace while cloaked. I assume Odyssey is running as EPM. Hey, wake up. 
<laughs> Even those restraints look a little under large eyes for a very thin armed. It's not very comfortable, believe me, I know from experience, but we're not taking any chances. It's over, Adria. I'm afraid you're mistaken. Adria is no longer available. Oh, hello. <laughs> now, this alters everything. Yeah. Is she still fanciable? <laughs> Just bowls at the helm. Yeah, yes, sir. It's the bad guy equivalent of Cordon Blue. It actually makes sense from his perspective, sir. Not only is he taking on a more powerful host, but Adri is also in control of the Ori army. So he convinces them to do his bidding and not hers. It's a brilliant plan. What are you on about? Control of the galaxy, worshipped by millions. And if the Ori are dead, he'll never be called to the carpet by the boys upstairs. What do we do now? Kill them both. You see, that's an ideal suggestion by Teok, eminently practical. Yeah. <laughs> you can see similarities between Teok and Roland's reaction to this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. just kill them. <laughs> I mean, it does show that the symbiosis is purely physical. I mean, there's no mental element to it, or you'd think Adria would be able to combat it. Swap Ball out for someone we can trust. The Tokra. Can you trust the Tokra? No Jacob these days. Well, I'm sure they'd make an exception in this case. We've been trading intelligence with the Tokra since the Ori ships first arrived. They want to get rid of them just as much as we do. Get in touch. See if you can set it up. In the meantime... Well, they really have done in, in the past, haven't they? We haven't seen the Tok'ra for almost a season. No, not after Jacob passed. Yeah. So, have you decided what you intend to do with me? Well, we're still weighing our options. Tuker had a good idea. I can imagine. No, you cannot. They pointed out in the commentary that these monitors were totally pointless, except that they looked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it, you've got your prisoner looking at themselves on a monitor all the time. My whole plan was to order the Ori army back out of this galaxy. You let me carry it out, we'll be rid of them forever. That is our plan as well. Only without your participation. Really? Come on, boys, let me go. We'll have a good time. Come on. See, right now, you're like a Pinto engine in a 71 Mustang. We're going to swap you out for a big block Tok'ra. What? <laughs> Pardon, Tilk? Uh, I don't follow you. The Tok'ra don't have the strength. Not to mention the fact that I'll kill Adria the moment you try to remove me. Okay, that's not that upsetting. Perhaps. But remember, I'm sharing Adria's mind. You would lose all access to the knowledge I possess. Which we don't have at the moment, so we lose nothing. For one thing, I can confirm the Ori are dead. Really? And that's just the beginning. With my knowledge and your pluckiness, we can accomplish a great deal. This is a goal. He's not trustworthy. Unfortunately, Bal, every now and again, does deal fairly with him, even though he always has an agenda. A pacifist is more trustworthy. <laughs> or kill us both and miss out on everything I have to offer. So I'm assuming this is another clone, then. We just don't know at this point, do we? So many balls. I mean, he bought a symbiote. Was that the real ball, or was he putting a clone into Adria? And if that was a clone being put into Adria, then was that ball that was killed the real ball? I am Tassim. I will be performing the surgery. These are my assistants. Welcome on board the Odyssey. I'm Colonel Davidson. I'm sure you know Colonel Carter, Dr. Jackson, and Vala. Tassim is played by Jonathan Walker, a British actor. He's been on Continuum, Smallville, Flash Gordon, The Killing in the X-Files. Mm. He also writes and produced Continuum, which is currently in production for its final season. That being said, 
the extraction procedure that we are about to undertake is extremely difficult. Even though we have refined the process considerably, there remains a very real risk that Adria will not survive. Well, the only other option we have is to leave Bal in and trust he's telling the truth, so... Yeah, that's really not a good idea. No. Zanuf, the symbiote that we brought, cannot survive outside of a host for long. They improved the anti-fire device to the extent that it now worked for significantly longer. Well, it worked for about, what, four days for Daniel, didn't it? Yeah, and between the capture and the recapture and the zatting and... Time to go. What about our arrangement? Oh, you mean the part where you string us along till you overcome the effects of the anti-prior device? We'll pass. No messing. She could be faking the unconsciousness. <laughs> could be. Do you remember our forced extraction? Yes, poor Kowalski. Yeah, kind of lost the head at the end. <laughs> They had some scheduling problems with these few scenes. This set is also used for cover room and the theatre room. The conference doubles up as the chair room, so they were kind of stripping sets down, putting them back up. Again, on a pretty tight schedule, time and budget-wise, episode 19. Mm. You're quite happy to kill her. Initiating the first incision. I need suction. It really doesn't matter if she says she's not, does it? Now that's interesting, Valor chooses to leave the room. She says she has no emotional commitment to Adria, but it certainly troubles her. What's up? Dark. Nothing. Just didn't feel like sticking around for the surgery. You know, weak stomach and all that. Yeah, right, Valor. We believe you. You sure you're okay with this? Why does everyone keep asking me that? Because she's your daughter. And no matter what she's done, it must be difficult to see her treated this way. Let's get something clear. She's not my daughter. Daniel, the Ori impregnated me against my will and forced me to bring her into the galaxy. I was an incubator, a shipping crate, and, and nothing more. I'm sorry, but I find it hard to believe that you don't feel something. I do. A shipping crate. That's one way to put it. Or is she a bonded shipping crate, I wonder? <laughs> you would think the Tokra would have more advanced surgical garb as well. You see how the filaments are attracting? Now, moving on to lateral. What is it? It's not good. I was afraid this might happen. Then why do it? Walter, call the lawyers. We're going to sue him. Hey, what's up? Trouble with the surgery. Uh-oh. Come on, Shanksy, get back in there. He should be in medical blue, shouldn't it, really? Now we're kind of used to that. And speaking of saving hope, Chris and Alan did a bonus show for that series. We'll be listening to that later in the year. We were able to extract him, but not before he released a deadly toxin into Adria's nervous system. It went poorly. Can't the Tokra symbiote heal her? Unfortunately, we were unable to complete the implantation. Not exactly a shocker, was it? Adria is unconscious at the moment, but when she awakens, she will suffer greatly before she dies. Blimey, there are those that would welcome that news with celebration and joy. It will kill her instantly. Best day ever. And for our own safety, I recommend that we administer it immediately. A lot of the commentaries get recorded two or three days, so long after the fact, before the DVDs get released. They're never quite sure what they're talking about. No, I suppose not. In fact, this was the first time William Wearing had seen the final cut of this episode that he directed. It's always funny to hear a director saying, they cut that bit out, cut that bit out. It's right that Valor is at her bedside. Although, a valiant effort to make Morena look drab and dull. Even on a deathbed, it didn't work. Not at all. There's an awful lot being said by the expressions on Daniel and Valor's faces. 
and it certainly doesn't hurt that Joel is putting in a very nice piece of music. Hmm. Fancy syringe. Yeah. It does look alien. It actually looks like the syringe delivery system that they gave Daniel for the original symbiote poison. Now, watch this stunt coming up. This is Dan Shay doing the stunt, and he actually did get knocked out. Uh oh. Here we go. Oh! I know. <laughs> Brutal wire that is. And that, I think, you actually saw the CGI replacement of Daniel's face on the stuntman. It didn't quite look right. They were on screen for about half a second. I wasn't really paying much attention. Well, I saw it first on the plasma, so it stands out a bit more. Well, Val is locked in, or they're locked out. Adrian, you and her friends are trying to kill me, Mother. I can't let that happen. <laughs> You're dead already, love. Although, <laughs> you still look pretty good. <laughs> It's difficult to make Marina look dowdy. Yeah. I loved the brief appearance in the final season of Mentalist. Brilliant in that. Way behind on that. She's barricaded herself in. Is there any way you can beam us directly there? Negative. She seems to be generating some kind of EM interference. We're going to need a cutting torch down here ASAP. You got it. A cutting torch, really? Control console on this level. If I can get to it, I might be able to override it. Go. Why not just radio someone who's closer? <laughs> You can quit acting. You're obviously not sick. No. This body really is dying. I just want to use what little time I have left as wisely as possible. By doing what? Destroying me and my friends? Yeah, revenge. If I wanted to kill you, I could have done it a long time ago. Uh-oh. Now, everybody should have seen this coming. Yeah. The intellect and the power of the Ori in a human host. Ascension was pretty much a given. Why does he have wrap around while the goggles, you know? I think saw them on Terminator 2 and thought, they look cool. Well, they suit them. They suit, don't they? Colonel Mitchell's attempted to cut through one of the doors. Well, you better hurry up. I think I figured out what she's trying to do. Adria's trying to ascend. They actually thought about using a thermic lance. That was turned down as being a little bit too volatile for a set. You don't have to do this. Granted, this wasn't part of my plan. I can still accomplish a great deal. Perhaps even more. More what? More deaths? More enslavement? Don't attempt to play on my compassion, Mother. As you said, I'm not your daughter. I'm an Ori. Part Ori, part human. That will soon change. Yes, the bridges are being burnt. Wasn't that with a fair degree of speed? Yes. <laughs> The plywood sounded rather metallic. Well done to the sand department. Great. Well, it's the point come through that door and the other door won't open. Why would they assume? I mean, you've got a being locked in there who's telekinetic. Cut it towards to take too long. Yeah. It's a race against time. Get inside, kill her before she ascends. What is it? Your friends are very determined. The crowbars. There's always crowbars. Of course there is. Tilk, uber concentration. And then Adria, seeing her little nose wrinkle up as she concentrates real hard. Uh. Will Wearing actually operated the camera for this CO2 scene. Even he says he was wearing gloves and it was freezing cold. 
So poor Michael Shanks was basically being plastered with CO2. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem. Can you shut it down? I'll have to reroute coolant out of the entire section. I'm on it. Eve, Dilk, Eve. Yeah. I don't think Cameron's really helping out. It's a wisdom of valor. Distract her. Adria, stop it, please. Daniel's going to die. He's going to be turned into a snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? No. No, we don't. Ah, Daniel's died before. Well, that's certainly true. Oh, hey, well, well that is distracting her. I'll give her that. Yep. <laughs> Decking her mind off the door. <laughs> Your puny weapons are insignificant to the power of the Force. That's it. Who's going to die first? I always wondered if you had it in you to kill me. Uh oh. Well, somebody better do something, because it doesn't look good. Goodbye, mother. Nice work. Wasn't us. Adria, let go. Now. I think they were tight, very tight on budget here because they don't really show a lot compared to when Daniel rose. Mm. I mean, it's effective, but you do feel a bit short-changed. No, oh, like you were going to the Ori realm instead of the Ancients. Yeah. I do like the shadow on the wall. It's not exactly Meridian, is it? Well, I just pointed the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. She's gone. Have you checked the guards and the Tokra? Make sure they are dead and not severely injured and needing medical attention. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, it's a hard life. Yeah, whoever Dan Shea was playing is almost definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> and once Adria realised she couldn't save herself, she had no choice but to ascend. What do you suppose this means for us? To be honest, I'm not sure. If the Ori are still out there, then presumably she's joined the fight. But if Ball is telling the truth and the Ori are dead, then she just assumed all the power they once had. Oh, but that is not good. Holding a serious grudge. At least we may take comfort in the knowledge that Ball is dead. We haven't put a deposit down on that just yet. Yeah. Ball can't be dead. When we were breaking Adria out of Ball's ship, ran across another clone guarding her. Killed him, but where there is one, there may be more. Yep, you can't put a good man down, or a bad one in this case. More work for Cliff Simon. We dealt the Ori movement a serious blow today, and we rid ourselves of Adria for the time being. That is definitely a step ahead. Amen, Valor. It was a good day. A few smiles, a few nods, Daniel looking a bit pensive. I like that final shot though. Makes the briefing room look huge. Indeed. I almost feel sorry for the people who had to write the Ark of Truth yeah. to come up with some sort of a conclusion to the storyline. In fact, Alan pointed out that in this episode, the orders were to wrap up the Adrian Ball storyline, but leave it open for their use in one of the TV movies. Yeah, little did we know at that point that we were leaving open for use in both of them, separately. And that was Dominion, the penultimate episode of Stargate SG-1. Good episode, that was. The reason we're here. Really enjoyed that. 
it didn't hurt that Adria looked absolutely fantastic. Bal, well, he's Bal, you know, he, he gets uh, many a heartbeat fluttering. Yeah. Not mine, but many. Including one specific fan. Yes. <laughs> I think she tweeted earlier on when you uh, originally posted yours. Let's see if we can just pull it up. Mr. Buckley, love Dominion, though I wish Adria Bal had survived longer. Mr. also runs the Cliff Simon Fan Network. You can find that at cliffsimonfans.net. Pay them a visit. Everything Cliff Simon. Right then, William Wearing, who directed this episode, he eventually directed 13 episodes of SG1, 16 of Atlantis and 9 of Universe. He also directed episodes of Continuum, Strange Empire and Painkiller Jane. Alex Levine, he got credit as creating the story for this episode. He came up with a number of ideas throughout the season, but this final one was merged with a story idea from Alan McCullough and joined neatly with a ribbon by, Mm. I think it was Rob C. Cooper, to present us with Dominion. He got credit for one episode of SG-1, an episode of SGA, plus a story credit. He's also worked on The Border, X Company, and currently on Orphan Black. Mm. Alan McCullough, he wrote nine episodes of SG-1, eight of Atlantis, and a single episode of Universe. He's also written for Sanctuary, Lost Girl, Cracked, and Rain. Mm. Yeah, overall, good episode that was. Ramping everything up nicely. We're not quite sure at this point what's going to come in the final episode of the final season of SG-1. Could be Ori, it could be Jaffa. We have no idea at this point. Indeed not. As it turns out, we get something a little unusual. No comment. I'm not going to say, can you remember? <laughs> no. Might be a good idea to watch finale, you know, just for the hell on it. Mm. I'll take the matter under advice. <laughs> Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Right then, it's Stargate birthday time for the upcoming week. This isn't a complete list, just the highlights. We'll be tweeting and posting all the birthdays we know on the relevant days. On May the 3rd, it's the birthday of Ron Canada. He appeared as Quartus in the SG-1 episode Bad Guys. And will be appearing in the second season of The Strain. On May the 6th, Caven Smith has his birthday. Caven played Major Lorne on Stargate SG-1 and Atlantis. And was Deputy Andy on Eureka, a very busy and popular actor. Sharing the Six as a birthday is Carlos Locher who was Anubis in the Stargate theatrical feature film. Patrick McKenna has his birthday on the 8th of May. He played Dr. J. Felger in The Other Guys and Avenger 2.0, and he can currently be seen in Remedy. David Winning, the director of the SG-1 episode Childhood's End, has his birthday on the 8th, as well as Jonathan Young, who only appeared on two episodes of Atlantis, but was great as Tesla on Sanctuary. Last but not least, on the 9th, a happy birthday to Anna Louise Plowman, who played Dr. Sarah Gardner, a.k.a. Osiris, on five episodes of SG-1, and Dr. Garner is a character that is included in the new Stargate novel Murder at the SGC by Amy Griswold, which I'm currently reading. No feedback, but on the very slim chance you have got something to say, and come on, it's Stargate, there is plenty to talk about, you can get in touch with us using any of the following means. We have the contact form on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk, or via the old faithful email, gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Google+, and we are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on the website, including the specific RSS feed which carries every episode we have released so far. That can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher. We know a few people have done that. We've limited our iTunes feed to about 25 episodes. So if you want some of the older stuff, just go to the website, copy the link, and, and your podcatcher should access it no problem at all. Okay, let's wrap up Dominion.
Okay then, folks, that was Dominion. Next week, we will be watching Stargate Atlantis episode Vengeance. On the next Stargate Atlantis. What is that? Looks like a cocoon. Whatever it is, it's not inside anymore. An enemy returns to hatch an evil plan. A perfect animal to do my bidding. Please don't do this. You drove me to this. And plans to exterminate the team. Whatever they are, they're headed your way. Extraordinary, aren't they? Army of bug people? I'll die knowing that you and your team did not get off this planet alive. Next time on Stargate Atlantis. So next week's episode will be Stargate Atlantis Vengeance. Cool. So I hope you join us for that. But until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.